0: Hi, I'm Pastor Tom Holliday, and I want to welcome you to Daily Drive Time Devotions. We're studying together through the Gospel of John, this week in chapter 13 of the Gospel of John. Let me begin day one at looking at this chapter by reading to you John chapter 13, verse 1. It was just before the Passover feast. Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. At the beginning of John 13, it was the night before Jesus was to die on the cross. He and his disciples had gathered in an upper room to share an important meal together, the annual Passover meal. These Jewish men, Jesus' 12 disciples, they'd enjoyed the Passover celebration their entire lives. Every one of them would have deep, rich, emotional memories of celebrating the Passover with family from their childhood. Memories of enjoying a meal wonderfully prepared by their mother, of laughing with brothers and sisters, of hearing the youngest child ask, why is this night different from all other nights, of listening to their father recite with pride of faith and family the blessings that are a part of that Passover meal, Baruch Ata Adonai, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam. But this night, this night was different. The joyful memories are overshadowed in that upper room where they met with more pressing feelings. Jesus had told his followers that he was soon to die, but they did not understand. That confusion had created a tension between them. And to add to that tension, Jesus tells them during this meal that one of these disciples is going to betray him. It was a night of sideways glances, hushed conversations, and stubborn hearts. But it was also, it was also a night of a new commandment and washed feet, a Lord's supper, and changed hearts. There is a feeling, even in, in verse 1 of chapter 13 of John, there's this feeling that you're, you're there for one of the most significant events, one of the most significant moments in all of history. This is a night that changes lives. It's a night that can change your life, as you and I read about it today. It was a night that changed the disciple John's life, the disciple who wrote this gospel of John. It changed his life. He was never the same again. This was a, a night that became the theme of his life. And John 13, verse 1, it is such an amazing verse. I believe that this verse looks all the way back to all that was previous in the gospel of John, and it looks all the way forward to all that's going to follow in the gospel of John. This verse is set up by all that happened in the book of John before this verse, and it expresses all that's going to happen after this verse. Looking back, you noticed it says, having loved his own who were in the world. That's what we see in the Gospel of John, how Jesus loved His own, who are in the world. In fact at the beginning of this chapter, chapter 13, we're told that it was just before the Passover feast. You might remember as we've been walking through the Gospel of John, we've been noticing the, the Passover feasts and, and this is the third Passover that we're going to celebrate together in the Gospel of John. And John notes all of them. We've seen again and again as we've walk with Jesus through what God's done in and through His life, that the Father has a plan. And that that plan, as Jesus expresses it, is that that the light will only be in the world a short time. And so good deeds need to be done while the light is shining. So people need to respond while the light is shining. And and we've seen through the gospel of John, having loved his own who are in the world, we've seen through Jesus' miracles, we've seen through his actions, we've seen through his love, the fact that he deeply loves his own who are in the world. Having loved his own who are in the world He now showed them the full extent of his love. That phrase, he showed them the full extent of his love. That phrase is the introduction to all that's going to happen in the rest of this gospel. Literally, that phrase is he loved them to the end. Having loved them, he loved them to the end. It doesn't mean just to the final day, though. It has deeper meaning than that. It is the full extent. It means all the way through, giving his all. Jesus loved with his all, and Jesus did that. In the rest of the Gospel of John, we're going to see, first in this upper room, as Jesus washed their feet, he showed them the full extent of his love. As he taught them about abiding in him, he showed them the full extent of his love. As he spoke of the Holy Spirit, as he prayed the high priestly prayer, as he was arrested and as he was abused, he was showing them, he was showing us, he was showing you the full extent of his love. As he went to the cross, as he suffered on the cross, as he gave up his life, as he was laid in the tomb, He shows us the full extent of his love. And as he was resurrected from the dead, as he encouraged his disciples after the resurrection, in all of this, he showed the full extent of his love. There is something to me as we enter in to John chapter 13. John chapter 13 and forward, to me, is the holy of holies of the book of John. Let me explain what I mean. Because the temple where the sacrifices were made in the Old Testament, or the tabernacle That existed before that temple, because that temple or tabernacle is a picture of Jesus Christ. John pictures for us the temple as we walk through this book. At the doorway of the temple, there was a labor with water in it for purification. And Jesus shows that he's the fulfillment of that when he says, I'm the living water. We see that in the book of John. The temple itself, as you entered into it, had two rooms one in the front and one in the back. In the first room, as you entered, There was a table with bread, showbread. Jesus has told us in the book of John, he is the bread of life. He is the fulfillment of what was on that table. In that room as you entered, there was a lampstand. Jesus has told us in the book of John, he is the light of the world. He is the fulfillment of that lampstand. In the temple, there is one other room. It's the Holy of Holies. Behind a heavy curtain was this place of God's presence. That was the place where everyone knew the presence of God abided. That was the place into which only the high priest could go, and only once a year, to make sacrifice for the people's sins. And as we enter into John chapter 13, I have this sense that we're entering into the Holy of Holies of the book of John. As you even go back behind the curtain, even as this chapter starts, there's this sense of the intimate presence of God. And in that Holy of Holies was the mercy seat. That was the place of sacrifice, for sacrifices were made so that the people's sins would be forgiven. The cross the cross of Jesus Christ is the place of sacrifice, through which God made once for all a sacrifice, a sacrifice of Himself, His only Son, so that our sins could be forgiven. So as we enter in to this thirteenth chapter of the book of John, as we look forward to what's going to happen in our hearts, I want to take some moments today, maybe a, a few more moments than usual, to talk to God about what He wants to do. As we pray together. I would invite you to pray for what these chapters, John 13 and forward, are going to do in your heart. If only we'll have faith, God will work in our hearts. And take some moments to say, Jesus Christ, I pray that as we look together at who you are and what you did in these last few hours of your life on this earth and in those hours of your life after your resurrection, that you would do something in my heart. You do something in my life that's above and beyond what I could expect or imagine. Jesus, as we study together what it means for you to serve us, help me to learn about serving others. Jesus, as I hear you talking about what it means to not let my heart be troubled, I pray that a peace would come upon me that could only be explained by by your grace and power. Jesus, I pray as I hear you teach in these chapters about your Holy Spirit that I realize that you are with me, that I'm not alone like never before. That fact in my mind would move to a deep conviction in my heart. As I hear you pray for me, Jesus, in these chapters, I pray that I would would know like never before the meaning of that prayer for unity and faith. And Jesus, as we look forward, to what it means that you died for us and resurrected for us. I pray that that would be personal like never before. That I'd see what you want to do in my life today. There is a sense, Jesus, that I am entering into a holy place as I walk into these chapters. It's a quiet place of the soul where I know you want to do something in my life. And I, I ask Jesus that you would. I ask that you would work in my heart he would work in my life to give a deeper faith, stronger hope, and a greater love. I need you for that, so I lean on you for that. In your name I pray, amen. Join us tomorrow as we begin in earnest this look at John chapter 13. We're going to take a look, begin a look, at what Jesus had to teach us about serving in this chapter.